You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, I've been on a nice run betting-wise. Now, knock on wood because, as I always say, that will end and I'm waiting for it to end. But do you think that the, and I, the reason why I'm trying to decide, hey, why am I doing better now than I was doing earlier in the season? And I just think it's because when it comes to hockey, when it comes to basketball, maybe college basketball as well, we just have so much more information. Do you ever get paralyzed by the information and say, oh, my God, there's too much going on here? I liked it when maybe there was, things were more simplified, or does it help you? Like, I think it helps me when I can just look at more trends, when I can look at more numbers, when I can look at more facts and say, okay, I have so much more to work with now, and that's going to help me, I think, make smarter bets. It definitely does. And we have baseball coming up, which I never do well like the first few weeks of the season because you're right, mm-hmm. there is not much to draw from. And even if you're talking about trends, you need enough of a sample size for a trend to be relevant. Like I see this mm-hmm. all the time. People bring up trends. They're like, oh, well, there are two and one in their last three in this situation. Like three games is not really a super relevant sample size. Like you need a bigger right. uh, you know, sample size to work with. Like the, the trend for the Warriors being terrible on the road. I think we have enough of a sample size now to know that there is something there. It is not an anomaly. It is not, you know, just a few games where the Warriors just haven't had their best game or they were playing really good teams. They are truly a bad team on the road. So I think you're absolutely right because if you are referencing a trend, it needs to have a bigger sample size than just a few games. Oh, for sure. And also I think too, when you, like when you look at the Thunder last night, for example, like the Thunder have just been money makers all season long when it comes to when it comes to covering the numbers. So at, at, le- at the very least, when I look at the NBA slate based on the trends that I know, like I know the Knicks are great away from home. I know Miami is terrible at home. This is all against the number. I know the Warriors don't win on the road. I know that Utah, at least early in the season, was great at home. I know Toronto's gotten better at home. So you can immediately I can look at a big slate and pare down and say, oh, I'm going to look at these three or four games immediately based on these trends that generally have been very profitable. Doesn't always mean that they're going to come home, but for me it helps early on in the year when it's like, oh my God, I got all these games. I don't even know where to start. And now I can say, okay, I know exactly where I'm starting here. I'm starting with a smaller sample of games because these are the teams that I trust. It's a great starting point. I think that's what yeah. maybe you're getting at is that yes. you start from that trend and then you dive deeper. Are there any landmines that could upset this trend? And, you know, is there anything different that 
would change this because I think you have to look at the injuries because that can be a big thing because there was a stretch there where Oklahoma City was not covering games, but a lot of it had to do with the fact that they didn't have their best player. SGA Mm -hmm. missed a stretch of games for Oklahoma City. So once he's back in the lineup, I'm back in on the thunder. And so you're right. It's a great starting point. Let's begin right here in D.C. where the Nuggets are in town tonight. The Nuggets laying six and a half points. Nuggets minus 275 on the money line. The Wizards are plus 210 total currently off the board. Chelsea, I don't have a strong opinion on this game based on the trend, so this is a gut play. But I do think the Nuggets are the way to go here. They've had a bit of a slow patch recently, and that's seen their lead in the Western Conference over the Grizz dwindle to down to three and a half games. But they got right last time out against the Nets. That was on Sunday. They're well-rested. I think they come to D.C. tonight and they make a statement. So I'm going to grab the Nuggets minus a six. I do think it's a good bounce-back spot. Even though they did Mm -hmm. win their last game against Brooklyn, this is still a team that had lost five of their last seven games. This was an absolute dominant force for most of the season. So I think now it's the focus has re-entered the frame for the Denver Nuggets, because you don't want to go into the postseason kind of limping into it and not winning games. So this is a winnable game for Denver. Does Washington have anybody that's going to stop Nikola Jokic? I think not. Like, it's not like Porzingis plays really great defense. Like, he's more of an offensive guy. And also for Washington, you have Kyle Kuzma still out. And it's not like it's a Wizards team that's really – a super great team like they've lost three straight and six of their last seven so if there's ever a get right spot that's great for denver even though they have been bad on the road this is probably it yeah i'm in agree with you there so let's make a little trip down to miami now and talk about the knicks taking on the heat tonight the heat are laying two and a half points the heat are minus 350 on the money line the pacers plus 260 total again currently off the board it will be posted at BetMGM shortly I feel like this is based on the trends alone. I know what you're going to say, but I want to hear it. What do you think? Okay, you said Pacers for a second. We are talking about the Knicks game, correct? Yeah, sorry. Yes. Okay, yeah, the Knicks got to play some defense here. Uh, That was the problem last time around for New York. They had a great offensive showing. Julius Randle had this career night where he could not miss, but they also gave up 140 points. So maybe if they can lock it down, uh, I think the Knicks will probably be the play here. And I think the trend you're referencing is the Knicks on the road. One of the best covering teams away from New York City where they are 24 and 12 against the spread. And just looking at the trends, and I'm not sure if this is a super fair one for Miami, against the spread, they've been terrible at home. 11, 24, and 2 against the spread, which is downright terrible. But also Miami has had stretches where we don't ever know who's playing and they've had a lot of injuries. So yes, that is a very uh, relevant trend here. But maybe it's not like the most telling, but I think I'm banking more on the Knicks here to recover from that game where they gave up 140 points. And plus the T-Wolves shot out of their minds. Like they shot 60% from the game, uh, from the field for the game, and also like 50% from the three-point line. So I don't see that happening again. I like the Knicks. I'm with you there. I will gladly take the Knicks and the points in South Beach. In Toronto, as we head north of the border, there the Pacers taking on the Raptors. The Raptors laying eight and a half points. Raptors minus 350 on the money line. Pacers plus 260. The total is 234 and a half at BetMGM. I I cannot get a strong feel for this one when I was looking at the board today. And of course, I handicap every single game early in the morning and I went back and forth on this one. There are trends that work in your favor 
on both sides. The Pacers are seven and two against the number in their last nine games overall. However, the Raptors have been a wagon at home. They're six and zero against the spread in their last six home games. They're also four and zero against the number in their last four overall. I think this seems like a touch too many points, so I will lean Indiana. But this one for me was difficult to find a side on. For sure, and I think this is a great like sidebar discussion on trends because you start with them, like you said, is the starting mm-hmm. point, and the starting point would say Toronto is the play twenty two and fourteen against the spread at home this year. But also, you got to do the eye test because you were always playing the number. This is eight and a half points, and it's already come down mm-hmm. from nine. So we are seeing a, a little bit of action on Indiana just from the point spread alone, I think. A, a lot of people thinking maybe it's too many points. Because last night, I think uh, a great parallel to this conversation was you were talking mm-hmm. about taking the under in the North Texas game, but the number was very, very low. Yeah. Because all of the logic that you listed for taking the under for North Texas was – super relevant you know they play a snail's pace you know they can't make a basket but still when you are playing a total that was that low what was it 122 one something that was really low it went from 124 to 121 ridiculous so that's the bottom line you still have to use your common sense and your brain and the eye test when looking at these numbers because at the end of the day you are playing the number the trends matter, but still, you combine it with the eye test, and that's when you have a solid play. And I don't think we have one here. In Dallas, the Warriors are in town tonight, Chelsea. Warriors laying a point and a half. Warriors minus 120. Mavs are even money. Total is 233 and a half. Now, we talked about trends. The Warriors had lost 11 straight on the road, and I'd follow that trend for a while. But then when they played the Rockets, and they were laying a huge number, I thought, uh, I am not following the trend here because this is the Rockets. This is a spot where I would actually trust the Warriors. Now the Mavericks are clearly a different animal. Are you going to go back on that trend or do you like Golden State here? We were talking about trends and this is one you can almost blindly play because the Warriors have been just so, so bad away from home. Like you said, uh, the worst clip in the NBA, even straight up away from home, just 8-29. and 29. Only eight wins away from home? Are you kidding me? But still, I think the question marks on the injury report are the problem for me here. Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. questionable. Luka Doncic, questionable. Do we know if either of them are actually playing? Because, like, we see this all the time no. in the NBA, where a guy will be on the injury report, but, like, we don't necessarily know. Maybe there's, like, a beat writer who tweeted out something. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I I haven't seen it. I think I would still be on... The Mavericks, like that Warriors win against the Rockets, you might as well just go to Houston and play a couple yeah. dudes at the YMCA. That doesn't count at all. I, I might look at the over. Again, it's 233 and a half. It's hit in four straight meetings and 10 of the last 12 matchups between these two teams. So I think instead of picking a side, I would lean over or just grab the Mavs. Finally, in Chicago, the 76ers are in town. 76ers laying three and a half points. They're minus 165 on the money line. Bulls plus 135 total set at 226 and a half. What are you thinking here? This open at four, now down to three and a half. A rematch Mm -hmm. of the last game where we saw a double overtime from a Bulls team that's actually contending. They've covered in five of their last six games. They've been playing tough. So I know the Sixers look like the, the best play here, and maybe it's a buy low spot on a team that really needs a win. I don't know. It's a stay away from me because the Bulls have been so feisty lately. 
I'm staying away, but I think I might lay it with Philly. They're one of the better covering teams on the road this season, 19 and 15 against the number seventh best in the league, but money going in the wrong direction there. It is a stay away for me as well. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.